Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Marcy Ann. <clears throat> and I have a part two today on what is a virus. I listened, you know, to my radio show that I called part, What is a Virus Part 1, and actually, <laughs> after listening to it, I thought to myself, how is anybody going to <clears throat> understand this? How can a virus be called good or very good when it's killing thousands of people? So, as you know, I always start at the beginning. So, after the light came out, just to have a simplified creation story, uh, we have the minerals, and then the plants, and then the animals, and finally humans. Well, actually, humans, you know, are the newest form of matter here on the earth. And remember, I explained what matter is in my part one, what is a virus radio show. We are matter. We matter, right? <laughs> Just think of Black Lives Matter because all matter matters. All of the creation has been formed in its natural state as something good or very good for all things in the creation. Did you know that viruses actually exist in all the kingdoms? Minerals have viruses. Plants have viruses. And many viruses live in the kingdom of the animals. And in some and nearly all the cases of viruses in the animal kingdom, the virus is part of the animal's natural defense system. Okay, now supposedly this virus seemed to jump from the animal kingdom to the human kingdom. How could that happen? What would cause a virus to just naturally jump from the animal kingdom to the human kingdom? Is it a natural event or is it a manipulated event? And if it's manipulated, why would anyone want to force a virus to use a human for a host? Because you know what? A bat virus is going to consider the human an enemy trying to hurt his bat. So the cause of all disease and actually the cause of all evil on this earth is from human behaviors. Because we have the power of God's spirit vested in us. And whatever we choose is what we get. Now if you mess with a bat virus... You are taking the whole human race into your hands. Because if the purpose of that virus is to act in defense for the animal, it's natural for it to attack another host. It's part of its job. The new host is a threat. So its agenda is, let's get rid of it. And that's, you know, when the virus uh, (laughs) tries to destroy the human.
because it's defending the original animal host and has to destroy the new host. Well, you know what? A lot of information on the virus on the Internet seems to indicate that a virus isn't alive, but that can't be true because it has intent, and intent is part of consciousness. So a a virus is a form of life. It's a group of particles, and these particles group together to form an entity that's been called a virus. Now, the main empowerment of any form of life is survival. It's at the bottom of the list. Before you get to non-existence, there's that grand effort to survive. All of life shares this basic principle. To survive is the ultimate desire. And then to fulfill this desire in the next ultimate desires are propagation of the species. So the virus does what it has to do, first to survive and secondly to propagate. Now, a virus requires a host to do this. You know, even a man can't propagate his species without a host. (laughs) Takes two to tango. And in the case of a virus jumping from the animal to the human kingdom because of human behaviors, the intent will be initially to defend its original animal host. So propagation and survival are already active. And what I don't understand is these people who supposedly do this kind of research to try to find vaccines are supposed to be experts in their field. Why wouldn't they know that the virus would behave like this? It seems to me that they're trying to develop in a vaccine the defense system as it originally operated in the bat. But so to try it on humans then puts a considerable risk to the human kingdom. The virus doesn't operate in a human the way it does in the host animal that it's supposed to defend. It doesn't hurt the host animal. But in humans, it's already documented that there have been over 100,000 deaths. And I'm asking the question, is a vaccine worth the price to develop the vaccine? You know, I read somewhere where this particular research in Wuhan was to try to find a vaccine for HIV-AIDS. Now, HIV-AIDS is contacted by having unprotected sex with someone who already has HIV-AIDS. And also, apparently, it can be transmitted through using someone else's needle if they have HIV-AIDS for you to take drugs. Now, these two actions are within the power of the human to choose to do or not to do. Why would we pay such a price of hundreds of thousands of deaths to develop a vaccine to keep a person from getting AIDS or HIV when it's within the power of the individual to not get it by making good choices for themselves? I mean, would you have, first of all, would your partner that you're with have HIV AIDS? Secondly, would you choose to have unprotected sex with them and put yourself at that risk? 
My suggestion would be to develop a strong HIV-AIDS field of information and have the mothers teach their children about it so that they could make better choices for their lives. I taught my children that their body was the temple of God's Holy Spirit and that in order to maintain a good relationship with God, which would be to their very great advantage, (laughs) they should respect their body and only use it for holy and sacred acts. None of my children ever used drugs, nor were they sexually active outside of marriage. Therefore, they're not even a candidate for an HIV-AIDS vaccine. Why would they need it? And this vaccine they're trying to develop has put so many of the world's population, not to mention the entire system of life here on Earth, at risk. Well, apparently our entire system of life here on Earth has been exterminated before. Not once, not twice, at least three times in our more recent history. So don't think it can't happen again, because it can. I am hopeful we will pull through this, but what will we still have afterwards if we do? You know, I worked 22 years, 24-7, to run my wedding business, to save enough money to take care of myself for now when I'm retired. And a $1,200 stimulus check isn't going to take care of me for the next five years. It doesn't even pay one month's expenses. And it's not that I'm ungrateful, but the reality is there is more than one way to lose your life. Perhaps there are some things that can be worse than death, We've had fewer deaths here where I live in California than almost any other area in the country, and I think it's because we were having this virus in late November and all through December while the Chinese were hiding what happened and not giving anyone a heads up about it because we have constant flights into LAX from China every day. God's systems, which are good and very good, usually have backup systems as well, And in the case of a pandemic, the backup system is called herd immunity. No one knows how this works because it's done from the level of wisdoms that the human race hasn't figured out yet, you know, like gravity. Human knows there's gravity, but they have no idea how it works. And the herd immunity principle works at that level of wisdoms. It's a quantum leap into everybody being immune and the virus dies out for lack of an available host. I believe we've reached herd immunity here where I live because all my friends, and I did too, had a really tough upper respiratory illness in 2019. No one died. We were just sick for longer than usual with what we thought was a viral flu. So... These are some questions, these are moral questions, ethical questions, questions about our responsibility to ourselves, questions about our responsibility to others, and questions about 
Are we going to maintain our own personal sovereignty and take the time to find out enough information to make good choices for our lives? Because all of the problems on the earth today, from the environment to uh, trying to all these diseases and things are all from ignorant human behavior. And so let us go forward now. And um, I may have to have some more questions that we ask later on. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.